I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to another episode of the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Peter, joined this week as usual by Tom and Donny. How are you doing, Tom? I'm good, Peter. How are you? Not too bad. Dare I ask, how are you, Donny? I'm fine. I'm a golf fan these days. <laughs> <laughs> right, more on that later. But anyway, let's get housekeeping done first. The Kevin Van Veen Cup first quarterfinal, first leg. Results are up. You've seen your scores. Tom is trailing slightly, but I'm sure he has a master plan for game week eight to get yourself into the semi-finals. We will also go to our league. There is Merol changing the top three. Ash Nairn is now number three. Nairn County, 52 points, 447 overall. Up to second is the Backstreet Boys at Goose Gordon. He's up one spot, 50 points this week, 450 overall. And number one is Jota Clue, Brian868, 54 points this week, 451 overall. So, we'll do from bottom to top. Tom, score this week and rank. Um, my score was uh, 39 points. Um, I had Clark in goals for six. James Brown at the back got me two. Captain Tav, zero. Ndaba, three. And Stevenson, six. In midfield, I had Boyle for four. Armstrong for two, O'Reilly for 11, and then up front, Vice, uh, Furuhashi got two, Lammers two, and Murray got me one, and my rank is 834th. Okay, Donny, over to you. Okay, so I took a minus four this game week. Um, score is as follows, Heming and goals for two, Penrice two, Captain Tab for zero, Scales for six, O'Hara for two, Boyle for four, Armstrong for two, O'Reilly 11, Vente two, Bakayoko two, Vice-Captain Kyogo two. So at 35, minus four was 31. Uh, gives me a global score of 402. I had been 329 and I have plummeted to 663. So a bad game week for me. Okay, all about myself. Another red arrow again for me. That was 39 points overall. Clark, six points. Penrice, Brown, two apiece. Tavernier, Captain, zero. Scales, six. O'Hara, remember I made that joke about the captain of Scales? Yeah. Just for context, I passed a town called Scales on the way to my weekend away, and I threatened to captain him, but obviously stayed with Tavernier, and I would have, it would have worked, but 
Hey-ho. O'Hara, two points. Boyle, four. Miller, two. O'Reilly, 11. Vice-Captain Furuhashi, two. Lammers, two. Nothing on the bench, but I have noticed Suarez was back on the bench. And come on, so that's one dilemma I probably have to have. I can avoid. Uh, Red Arrow to 4 on 24, 4 all. So, not a good game week for all three, I don't think. But hey, hey well, Tom, would you use a green arrow or red? Yeah, red. Right, okay. Right, Tom, over to you for the results then. Yep. Um, so, first game of the weekend was Motherwell 1, Celtic 2. Uh, for Motherwell, it was Spittle that scored with an assist from Casey. For Celtic, it was Palmer that scored with an assist from Callum McGregor and O'Reilly clinched the winner with an assist from Greg Taylor. Um, not a lot to report on for the bulk of the game. Surprisingly, the first goal came in the, at the 87th minute. Um, Selleck struggled to break Motherwell down. I thought we were, were well organised throughout the, the bulk of the game. Um, Spittle scored the equaliser and had managed a couple of shots on target, which is good going when you're up against the, the top two. Um, definitely looking to get him back in. Um as I, I can see his uh, form continuing on, particularly with the lack of uh, strikers or fit strikers at Motherwell just now. Um, for Celtic, not the best game. They've not been great so far this season. I suspect this result might paper over the cracks a bit. Um, it's not the kind of free-flowing football we, we were used to last season. Um, but you know, a lot of new players need time to bed in. Um, they've got the European game during the week, which will be a good indicator of how things are progressing um, so something to keep an eye on there uh, for Kyogo it was another blank but uh, I think yeah, it's a big risk going without and obviously O'Reilly continues to be the, the must have in terms of the, the Celtic back line um, Nat Phillips is back um, having rolled his ankle so Lager, Bielka and Scales uh, their minutes are under threat just now again the European game will give us an idea of what the situation is there and also, I'm sure Carter Vickers is due back soon. Um, so, again, that's another concern for Lagabelkin scales. Um, I was kind of hoping for a big game from Itati to, to justify a purchase. Uh, a blanking game week 12 means that we'll probably all want three Celtics. So, uh, between now and then, it's going to be a case of trying to assess who our, our third Celtic asset is going to be, um, particularly if, if scales is off the, the menu at that point. I'll come to you first, Peter. What was your thoughts on the game? Did you watch it? Eh, no, I was away. I saw highlights. Uh, Celtic away with one, I think. Riley's the man on the form. Kyoko, like you said, I wouldn't be <clears throat> rushing him out because it's only a matter of time for the course again. It's, I've brought in skills this week, so my transfer worked, but I, I believe it was skills' fault for the goal. If you watch the really back, Dom, he headed the ball out and then I think he tried to chase a player down and that lets Bittle kind of do his quick sidestep to beat him and score. Still, I'm not too sure who's first choice, second choice. It was Lagerbell who took off for Phillips, wasn't it? With the Phillips start? Yeah, Lagerbell came off, I think. Right, so I think I'm we can kind of take that that it will be Phillips and Scales probably going forward if one's both fit. I think, I think obviously Wednesday night will be able to see that or not if that's the case. Motherwell, I think... I mean, that's, they get beat both Rangers last week and Celtic this week, but there were two games that were very competitive in, very unlucky at the games for both games, so I've been worrying too much about them. They're one of the teams that play in game week 12, so you can have cheap assets, Motherwell. I know you mentioned Spittle. You can have one or two players in, and probably that'll get you through that blank. I've got Miller still, so I'm going to kind of keep with him. 
I think the midfield there is to pack the good players that I really don't want to go to spit on, don't want to double up. So apart from that, that's about it. Donny, what's your thoughts? Uh, not really much to add. Um, another slow start for Celtic. That seems to be happening more and more. Um, albeit they're still getting the win, so I guess you can't complain there. Um, I think it's a scale zoner. Uh, you feel a bit hard done by. The, the clean sheet was there for 90-plus minutes, but he's still got six points. So for me, he's a hold. If you see that he's not in the team, then he's quite an easy transfer at that price point. So I'm going to ride that one out. Uh, until he's dropped Kyogo again, no reason to drop him. Uh, and O'Reilly is now the top scorer in the league, so no, no reason to drop him. If you had Spittle, well done. You probably put him on the bench because you didn't really think he was going to do anything, but he did pop up. And for me, he's probably the only Motherwell asset you want just now, um, as far as I'm concerned. But from what could have been a good weekend, this was probably the first signs that it was all going to go awry in Celtic snatching victory. Um, and the very, very death. Um, and obviously, it didn't get much better for me after that. So, um, a good win, fantasy wise, not really, nothing new from it. No. Um, our next fixture then, um, Hibs nil, Dundee nil. Uh, not a lot to report here. I was expecting a few goals given Hibs' his recent form. Uh, um, Venti and Lafondre have started. Venti had a couple of shots on target. I missed a big chance. I think he's probably the one to go for if you're going for a hip striker. Maybe not the best idea of doing it just now, given the upcoming fixtures, which is Hearts, Rangers and Celtic next. But we'll see who shines during that period and they're probably going to kick on and do well against the, in the easier fixtures. Stevenson started, much to my surprise, and he was subbed at the 62 minutes, so I was happy to get the clean sheet there and what was a, a low-scoring week for me. In terms of Dundee, uh, Owen Beck continues to to start. He's a nice cheap option at 2.5, I think. Yeah, another clean sheet. Um, I think he's a good bench trick option. He also picked up two bonus points in this game as well. So yeah, if he jumps in every now and again with a few points, and can't quibble with that at that price. Um, still waiting for this Boyle Hall, unfortunately. And I think we've got a few questions coming up about this. It happened um, in the cup. <laughs> <laughs> um, Donny, um, what, what's your thoughts on Boyle? Are you starting to cool on him a bit? And what's no, I'll be faithful through and through, I think I said the, the song goes. But um, no, the, the result itself was a surprise because both of these teams are quite free-scoring and we've seen Hibs ship a lot of goals as well. So taking Inventi up front this weekend seemed like the, the sensible choice. That didn't work out. I'll probably move to Miofsky next. Um, so yeah, it was disappointing. Hearts and Hibs both go on this run now where they play, well, each other first and then Celtic and Rangers in consecutive weeks. So from a descent, defensive point of view, Hibs have had a good run um, and that might be about to turn. So I would just be careful there. Uh, for Dundee, I've still got the guy Bakayoko in there. He doesn't cost me anything and he's returned quite a few game weeks. So I'll hold on to that. Well, I've got four points in a game that was pretty quiet and a game week that was pretty low scoring. Four points can't really argue too much about, so I will stick with that. Um, and for me as a hold, I know there's questions on it, so I won't go into any more. But yeah, pretty dull game and uh, between two sides. Yep. Can you get to Miofsky quite easily? Uh, I can, yes, uh-huh. because I don't, I don't really have any value up front. Um, and the changes I've made in midfield, yeah, I could, I could get to him. Yeah. Nice. 
Uh, Peter, what's your thoughts? Everybody's the same as Donny, pretty much a dull game, but Hibs had lots of chances, just no execution. Uh, Beck, again, I mentioned him last week, Beck's could be similar to like Brown for Ross County, if you think you want to jump over to him now, if you want to have him as a cheap asset. Uh, Boyle, I'll stick with as well. I mentioned this before, so does Donny quite regularly. He's kind of fixture-proof. I know he's not done it yet, but it wouldn't surprise me to him to step up with a goal and assist and eat to the next three games against the harder teams, so I thought I would stick with him. Uh, apart from that, not really much back a yarrow for Donny. What you shout, it's just so cheap that you just let him tick over. I mean, if I was on a wild card, I'd probably be in my team because he plays every week as well, so that's the one I'd have in, so cheap. Mm, not much to add. Hibs do look a bit more defensive sound under your man so far, so his fixtures don't do not do well, but I suppose we'll see how they do against Hearts Celtic Rangers, and if they look better at the back, then it might be time to invest in a Hibs defender going forward. Mm-hmm. Yep. Next one then, we've got Kilmarnock 1, St Mirren 1. For Kilmarnock, it was Brad Lyons that scored. For St Mirren, it was a McGuinness own goal. Um, the assist was originally awarded to, to Tanzer on the Twitter, but I think that was rescinded because it was a cross and not a shot. Um, but, you know, Tanzer's a name that's popped up quite frequently in the past few weeks. And uh, uh, in normal circumstances, perhaps he maybe got the assist on that one. But I think he's a good option nonetheless, and he's now the, the second highest scoring defender in the game. Um, O'Hara uh, dropped in form uh, still no return since he's came back from his injury in my team he might make way for Spittle to be honest with you uh, for Kilmarnock Brad Lyons uh, also a nice cheap enabler in midfield uh, he managed to get all three bonus points in this fixture I think he's very cheap at like 3.5 or something like that maybe his prices rose a little bit since then and I believe he's the, the second highest scoring midfielder in the game uh, so some decent options there at Kilmarnock. Um, Peter, are you going to load up on Kilmarnock in preparation for the the blank in twelve? What's your thoughts on the the fixture as well? I'll not be loaded up. No, I might have two in by the end of the play. That's it. I'm always sweating. I don't have Armstrong on my team, but he does something these games. I'm glad he didn't. But Lyons is close behind that. So uh, was Indaba playing this game? Did he actually start? Yeah. 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 Yeah, did right. Good. So that's another cheap option, but you've loaded yourself, Tom. We don't really trust Kilmarnock's defence right now. Hmm. So if they start going a clean sheet run, he's a really cheap way into it. With he's only two point four, and I don't fancy him up front. It's probably Lions or Armstrong, but again, let's see do you ship out. You can. Are you not on a Hara? You want ready a Hara, Tom? Have you said? No, I've got him just now, but due to his lack of form, he, he might have to go and uh, get spitting. Just think. On penalties, about Donny's mentioned his talisman. I don't know. It's just no it's a fantasy football thing. As soon as you say all these players, he's going to go nuts. But another good aspect would be if you can time it right and jump on the right midfield at the right time. So I've only just brought him in a couple weeks ago, so I'm happy to hold for now. Apart from that, Tanzer and Strain, we mentioned every week. When I saw the Tanzer assist, I was going, oh, no, here we go. That'll be another one with the template team are on. But I get ruled off, thankfully, for my team anyway. Mm-hmm. Donny, anything to add there? Yeah, so we'll, well, we'll see. We talked up St. Mirren defence last week. And of course, they, they concede uh, at the weekend. Armstrong as well. We we talked quite highly of him and his Lions. So a lot of the low-scoring uh, teams this weekend are because these players didn't click, and that sometimes happens. But um, they've both got Glasgow opposition this weekend. St. Mirren will probably be the most confident. 
Um, so you know O'Hara could still come good in that match. Uh, for Kelly, you know they won't have high hopes, but they have beat Celtic already this season. So fingers crossed for that one. I think the names that we've talked about previously, you just hold um, and Daba that we talked about at the start of the season. He's now back in the team. You can work towards him uh, if you're keen to have a Achilles defender. So for the two teams, pretty boring game. Not much to gain from it, but St Mirren are still undefeated going to the Rangers game. Um, and Kilmarnock, again, they've got some good value there. Um, maybe it just didn't click this weekend, but it'll come good. Yep. Our next fixture then, uh, Ross County nil, Hearts 1. Uh, it was Alan Forrest that scored the goal with an assist from Lowry. Uh, two blanks in a row for Ross County. Um, bench and Simon Murray didn't really make a difference in front of the goal. And in this fixture, I, w- I thought the clean sheet was nailed for, for Ross County, given uh, Hearts' attacking form recently. So um, James Brown owners, much like myself, will be disappointed there. In terms of Hearts, the even though they managed to score here, I'm, I'm not getting too excited about their attackers. However, they do continue their defensive form. Uh, they're still keeping pace with Celtic and Rangers in terms of the number of clean sheets so far this season. I think all three of them have, have four. So uh, with that in mind, I could potentially be warming to a Hearts defensive double-up. Um, something to, 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 to chew over. I'll be interested to hear what you guys are thinking on that one and your thoughts on the fixture, Donny, which would you reckon? I don't have any Hearts assets whatsoever, uh, nor Ross County to that effect. But it's a game that Hearts should be winning, uh, and they did get there in the end. Another blank for Shankland. I think the only people that can still be on him are Hearts fans because he's just not doing anything at the moment. Um, so, yeah, no, no points there. I think Lowry could be a shout going forward. I think he's the only Rangers player that's actually good right now. So that might be a cheap one uh, to put in your team. Um, Ross County, no clean sheet. Simon Murray subbed at half time. That's probably Ross County's level. You know, they'll get a good result. Um, maybe get a couple of good results, and then and that's it. They're such an up and down team, but they do have fixtures. Dundee, St. Mary, Motherwell, um, does kind fall kindly for them. Um, Hart, I think you'd have to be brave to go double at the back with Hibsell Grangers fixtures to come. As I say, Lowry in the middle, it's quite low risk um, in terms of his performances recently. You might get an award there. Uh, and as I say, Shankland up front has just been an absolute bomb. Um, so that uh, that's an avoid for me. No, nothing in either of these two teams um, do it for me at the moment. Peter? I would advise against the block, Tom. No, I wouldn't be doing that. I think you can spread it elsewhere. Keep, just keep Clark if you're going to have him. Uh, Lowry, Donny, I don't thing about him is his rotational risk he's never really guaranteed to play every game so it would be quite, it would be quite punty I think even though a lot of Hearts fans want to start uh, there's not much there, Shackland's the one you want to kind of go hot at some point but he's not done it so there's a lot of money there so he's not going to invest uh, I'm, there's nothing really here I'd want for both teams, I've got Clark I'm happy even goals, I've got a value on him now I've got James Brown, bench trick defender and I'm not looking to add really any other players in these teams unless somebody starts showing form. But it's one of these game weeks, I think we're doing this after the game. Not much to report yet. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, St Johnston won then, uh, and Livingston won. It was Dara Costello that scored for St Johnston with an assist from Daniel Phillips. For Livingston, it was Sean Kelly 
um, who scored a penalty, and it was Newbley who won that penalty. Uh, Liam Gordon at St. Johnston also seen red. Um, I think St. Johnston are still in a void for me. The, the, the score of the odd goal, but it seems to be a different name every time they do. Uh, for Livingston, um, it's difficult to see a, a standout uh, player amongst the starting 11. There's no real sort of talisman there. Not really a players, any players that I'd like to target. There's not a frequent goal scorer and clean sheets aren't coming in. Uh, but I did notice that uh, Tim Park started this fixture. Um, I think most managers are, are holding a Livingston defender um, and they would have been perhaps hopeful of a clean sheet, but it wasn't meant to be. I thought that would be nailed on against St. Johnston, but not to be. Um, I don't know. I think maybe perhaps Livingston are starting to move into the avoid territory as well, but I'm interested to hear what, what your thoughts. What, what, would you, what do you reckon, Peter? That's what exactly was going through my mind. I think I had a cheap and rice defender. Um, starting to think they're similar. It's not as bad as St. Johnson, but they don't keep the clean sheets. They're getting the odd point here and there, and nobody's really returning the standard out. So, I mean, with the Hibs point, the new manager playing well, Aberdeen have up, out, kind of upturning form. I'm starting to think there's places you can go elsewhere and kind of get. Avoid Livingston and St Johnson. You're just going to be taking points and hope every so often we mention this that you'll get the odd clean sheet or the odd rest, but that kind of few and far between getting with both teams. Yep. Donny, anything to add there? Would you reckon? No. Avoid uh, it's personal preference. I've got a soft spot for Livy, always have. I think if you are holding a Penrice or the Lucas, you know, you will get returns and it might just be once every five games. Uh, you know, a lot of the other teams at that end of the table where you're getting your your other picks from are, are very similar. There's there's no guarantee clean sheets in Scottish football, so it just depends how you feel about them. Look at the fixtures, uh, see what you think. I mean, they do have Kilmarnock and Dundee uh, to the next three games, but St Johnston will forever be in a void uh, as far as I'm concerned. And Livy, uh, it, it just depends. As I say, I've got a soft spot for them, so it's, I'm maybe biased. But uh, game-wise, there's nothing new that you've learned uh, from this fixture. Yep. Okay. And then the, the best for last... We've got uh, Rangers one <laughs> with a Sima goal with a Sufuentes assist, Aberdeen three, Cartenman scored the first one with an assist from Clarkson, McGrath scored the second, and Mackenzie scored the third. Uh, Scott Wright got a second yellow and was was sent off, and a bit unlucky for Miowski who hit the woodwork. Uh, Miowski, I think he's a good option going forward. Um, he's the second highest scoring forward in the game. Duke was benched for this fixture, though I do reckon that was probably tactical. Uh, and given the lack of form elsewhere, um, I can I could perhaps see uh, fantasy managers looking to load up on Aberdeen assets going forward. Um, Rangers getting booed again. And at the time of writing this, Beal was still in a job, but obviously that's now not the case. So we'll have to see if um, Stephen Davis and Alex Ray can, can pull it off. Um, for me, going forward just now, Tav's probably the only Rangers asset I'll be holding. Um, remains to be seen if we'll get a new manager bounce. I think that might be tricky given a lot of players are, are injured. Um, I think Roof's out back out injured again as well. Um, I think it's probably a, a, a wait and see um, for the time being for me. Donnie, what's your thoughts? Can you shine a light on the situation at <laughs> Ibrox? 
Uh, where do I start? I said a lot of confident things last week that I quickly regretted uh, come five o'clock on Saturday. Okay, here it goes. So, like Christmas, Rangers managers come around quicker and quicker every year. Uh, if you came here expecting me to praise Aberdeen, then you're very much mistaken. Although, I guess I should be thankful for them speeding up the managerial change. I said at the weekend, I thought this game would go two ways. I think if Rangers had scored first, they could have really steamrolled Aberdeen. However, I did say if Aberdeen scored first, the crowd will turn um, and we could quite easily lose the game. And and that's how it panned out. The minute Aberdeen scored, I, I knew straight away that was it. Uh, and when it 2-1, you know, friends saying, oh, no, here we go, the comeback's on. I was like, that'll be 3-1 before it's 2-2. And there it is. It's been coming for a while. Um, the, the Kelly game at the start of the season was a shock. The Celtic game was... It, it was a bit surprising because we had some form at least going into it, but the performance wasn't there. And here we go again. There's another one, three out of seven. Unacceptable. You know, it's taking in good players. You can't get them to play. And, you know, you lose your job at a club like Rangers. So, fingers crossed uh, we can recover. But in the short term, it's going to be a bit tight. I think from a fantasy point of view, you know, Tavernier is a hold, but as captain, you know, it's going to take a brave, brave decision to keep him uh, on captaincy for the foreseeable future. They just look void of confidence, uh, and I think if St. Mirren were to score first, I think it would be a long road back um, just to get into the game. So we'll just have to wait and see. They do play on Thursday in Europe. Uh, no, no mean feat going over to Cyprus, a, a game that they should handle, but we'll just have to wait and see. And St Mirren will cause them problems because they're good defensively um, and they can go forward quite well. Three goals from Aberdeen, but nothing from Miofsky. So that, I guess, is a bit of a concern. But he always looks lively and he is on penalties. So, again, if they come through Europe unscathed, the St Johnston, Dundee and Kilmarnock are, are perfect in my eyes for, for him to make some points. Um, but yeah, I know there's other questions about Rangers and, and where we go from here, so we'll just wait and see. But in very Rangers fashion, even our manager is injured, so um, it's certainly going to be fun, that's for sure. I'll let Peter chip in for his worth. I know he's yeah, been delighted. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I all that's going on. I think the form has turned, looked, played pretty well again. Rioski's on the radar for me. I think I've got a question later on McGrath. He did look lively as well, but again, it's in that midfield position where there's quite a lot of players to pick from. Defensively, I still don't think they're sound enough yet. I need to see some, I know they still conceded a goal, so I'd like to see a couple of clean sheets in the shot. With Rangers, uh, don't know but it's this Tavernier, I think. I don't think I've pushed the ball out for anybody else. Too many injuries, forms down. The only thing I would say is, yeah, they mentioned that as well, is they're playing a youth on Thursday, so you're able to see how the new team set them up. And then maybe you might get an idea if they're going to play maybe to an old 4-4-2 or still do something different than they've been doing that hasn't been working. So keep an eye on that and happy days, I suppose. That's it. Bring <laughs> 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 on Frank Lampard. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Um, uh, we'll conclude then with our top 10 for the, the game week. Uh, coming at number one was Trevor Carson. Uh, with 12 points, obviously the goalkeeper at Dundee. Mackenzie, the Aberdeen defender, with 11 points. O'Reilly, with 11. Rowles, the Hearts defender, with 10. Costello at St. Johnston, 10 points. Sean Kelly, 10 points. Brad Lyons, 10 points. Owen Beck, 9. Uh, Aberdeen defender, Stefan Gartenman. And McGrath also scored 9 points as well. If we break that down position-wise, we've got one goalkeeper, two defenders, Five mids and no forwards, which is a bit unusual. Um, I kind of a mixed bag there. The teams that did well, obviously, quite a number of players in there, and also the Dundee defence. Anything to add to that one, Peter? Not many names on that list. We're used to Pat Farrelly, I think. So I think that explains mm-hmm. a lot of low scores this week. Nothing yep. else is just it's just one of the game weeks. I think we just have the. Take on the chin, move on to the next week, and hopefully the, the players we all know and love start shooting back again. Do I? Yeah, no, exactly the same. You know, when Rangers do bad, it's reflected because we all go captain tab and it doesn't work, and you know, there's no other players shining, so you don't really get the returns. But apart from O'Reilly, I think I've missed every one of those on that list, so hence the low score. Yep, that's it. Right, Don, over to you, a dive this week. Uh, I've got a player for you all that's hopefully going to turn around our fortunes. Um, <laughs> so, well, the last one got injured, so we've yet to kind of kick off on this one. So, uh, differential, the idea is to identify a player that is low on ownership, um, possibly in form and overlooked. It's only a recommendation. As I say, Nico Raskin got injured off the back of my last um, breakdown, so we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, I will say in advance, this one is a stretch, but I'll give you the reasonings once we work out who it is. Uh, so the player this week is 7.3% owned. He's the 53rd top owned player alongside Bevis Mugabe, Greg Kilty and Christian Deutsch. So not particularly great names. Uh, he's got one goal, zero assists and two bonus points. Now I'm going to go with an early guesses because some of the other information uh, might give it away. So Tom, anything there that? Might lead you to think who this one is. What was the first part again, sorry? So he's fifth 
the third top owned player alongside Mugabe, Kilty, Dodge, 7.3% owned. So not much to go on. Right. Uh, one goal, no assist. Two bonus points. McGrath? Okay. Peter? Anything there for you to go on? I know there's not a lot. Mm. I have I mentioned McGrath earlier on, so I'm going to say okay. that as well. If you think I'm doing a, a dive on an Aberdeen player, you can <laughs> come again. Okay. Not after this weekend, anyway. Okay, so uh, mm. we finished off one goal, zero assists, 10 points for the season. Now, that's not very good. So he is placed at 2.2 million. And the key bit of information is he's played one game at an average of 78 minutes. So he played one game, got 10 points. Okay, so your final clue is there's two of them in the same team. Peter, any wiser? I'm sure Tom's going to have his on his list for this week, so I have no idea, no. Okay. It's got to be Tom, Sean, one of the Sean Kellys then, is it not? There you go, bingo. So this week's differential, Sean Kelly, Livingston, the last clue is obviously hinting that they've got Stephen Kelly as well. Um, don't get them confused, although they did do me a good turn last season for part of the, um, I had the, the Kelly double up. So I appreciate recommending a player that's only played one game this season is a bit of a push, but you know, people who've been playing this game will recognise Sean Kelly um, as having decent returns last season. He was previously defender, um, but he is now down as a, a midfielder. Uh, Sean Kelly is a player that we talked about quite highly um, in the preseason um, because he takes set pieces and, of course, my favourite penalties. What I think makes this move more appealing is that he's only two point two million, which I find crazy. Um, so if this game time is nailed. Then for me, it's jackpot because you know we're trying to budget, move our money around. You're going to get a cheap midfielder who's on penalties. Um, okay, it's not a great team, but it's still quite good there. The cheapest midfielder playing right now, and is probably in most teams, is Miller at Motherwell, who's two point six. So if you make that shift, you're going to save yourself point four million. I think that's a move that then gives you a better chance of getting to Spittle from Motherwell, um, and then that would give you quite a good midfield. I think Kelly is just perfect for bench trick, 2.2. It's not a big spend. You put him on the bench, as I said before, and the fixtures are Motherwell, Kilmarnock and Dundee. So for me, that's quite good. And that's what I mean. I've got a soft spot for Livingston. So for him starting at the weekend, getting 10 points, it jumps out straight away. Uh, so that's this week's differential. He's played one game, he scored 10 points. Uh, Sean Kelly, Livingston, 2.2 million. Peter, thoughts? Why has he only played one game? Been injured, been injured, right? Yeah, so if he's back, that is quite a good enabler, I suppose. But uh, did we see what well, this team used this Saturday? Are they one of the other kickoffs? Um, Winston, Winston, uh, yep, uh, uh, they've got the next three games, you'll see. Right, so. so it's something you can keep an eye on if he has played every game. He was good. It was good last season. I remember when I had him a team, you had him a team as well. You did a double up, so it worked quite well. Yep, it did. Maybe that's the the impetus. Alison need to kickstart the season. Keep a good shout. It could be. He'll either hit or not. And two point two million, it's not a risk. I think you get more out of him than you get out of Miller at Motherwell. And by not having Miller, you can get Spittle. So I think making those changes, your team would be better off. Even if Kelly's not performing, you're going to have a better team at the end of it. 
Tom, thoughts on that one? I said it was a bit of a stretch, but he'd have been in my team at the start of the season, I think, if uh, he was playing. Yeah, I mean, it's part of a bench trick if he's getting the minutes. Obviously, can't quibble with set pieces and uh, penalties. I think maybe Livingston will start to try and rely on set pieces for, for goals. Yeah. Um, so, uh, it could be a decent option. Wouldn't to keep an eye on, definitely. And good for the budget. Absolutely. As I say, if you're on Miller, you're going to save 4.4 4 million there at least. Um, and then if you're trying to get Amiovsky or something, it's it's not bad. So, as I say, it's a bit of a stretch. Um, if he can hold down his position, he does take all their set pieces. Um, it was great last season because he was a defender. You were getting clean sheet points on top of it. But, you know... You've got any Rangers players. If you take in him, you can get cheap players elsewhere. I think it's not bad. and There's not much else uh, going around. I'll maybe look at Aberdeen team for the next uh, couple of weeks, see if I can get something out of that. But I thought that was quite good um, based on where we are after seven games. Is he a middle part player or a winger, Kelly? Middle. Middle, right. Well, yeah, he, plays, he does play more. He used to play like as a wing-back um, and I think Aye. that's why he was, but he, he does play in the middle. Um, they, they you know they play quite a, pl- a flat uh, four across the middle with Kelly in there as well. So, um, no, my luck, it'll be Stephen Kelly that hauls this weekend and and Sean Kelly's benched. But you know these are the risks you take. Okay, good check. Right, we'll move on to our questions then. I don't again, Donny, if I miss any, give me a shout because I'm just doing this from my phone. <laughs> right, first up is from James McLeod, who is at Commander underscore Kilt. Lines Armstrong double up too much in Kelly, just Armstrong if only one question mark. So you think the Lines Armstrong double ups too much, Tony? And if so, I take it, who do you favour? Armstrong or the Lions? Yeah, I think it's overkill. Um okay, it paid off, but they've still only got one win this season. I think you should be better spreading your midfielders. Um I would have Armstrong because I've got Armstrong. He's on penalties, so for, you know, everyone who listens knows that that's my favourite thing. Um, keep him. You've got Boyle, Spittle, O'Hara. Um, there's plenty of other options um, in midfield. Um, I think, you know, Kilmarnock have one bad game and then that's put a whole squeeze in your team. You're going to lose out twice. Uh, whereas if you've got Armstrong, you know, it's just one. So I'd have one preference, again, which one you have, but Armstrong manages it because he's on pens. Okay. Tom, same question? Um, it, I'm, I'm not against it. Um, in terms of price, he's not he's not as cheap, obviously, as, as Sean Kelly and the likes, but um, he's cheap and he's firing well. Uh, Kilmarnock do have a fixture in game week 12, so if, it's, if, it's, if he's just on a single transfer, I'd probably hold off doing it until after the, the Celtic fixture. But then they've got Livingston at home, Aberdeen at home might be a tricky one. Um, St Johnston and then Motherwell in that game week twelve. So I'm not I'm not against it, um, but I'm actually considering it myself. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm against it. I'm I'm doing the same route as Donny. I think one bad game week that's pretty much half your midfield done. So I'd rather spread about. I'm not too fussed if Lane can kind of keep track. We am strong when I don't think one picks. Worse than the other, but the only thing again is penalties. If Armstrong's on penalties, then that could be a game changer and a, a like a bad result, and it gets one penalty, and that could be you hauling again. So, apart from that, I would avoid it. Right, back to my Twitter page. 
Right, next up is from Andrew, and that's it. X Andrews L A R. How are you going to prepare for match day 12 from now? It's a good question because me and Donnie and Tom we have different opinions on this. So, Tom, I'll come with you first. How are you preparing for match day 12? Um, well, spoiler alert, I'm actually considering a wild card this week. Oh. And as part of the wild card, there'd be quite a number of Motherwell and Kilmarnock assets involved in that. So, that's that's my consideration. <laughs> you get a shake of the head for you, Donnie. <laughs> um, and uh, utilising the, the bench trick going forward, obviously, Kilmarnock of Celtic. But I think I, I quite like Motherwell's run of fixtures, so I, I'm not too upset about having a few Motherwell players. Livingston, St. Johnston, Ross County, next three, then Aberdeen um, in game week 11. And obviously, they do have the fiction in game week 12, which is Kilmarnock. So um, that is, that is, it's, a, it's only a consideration at present, but um, it's uh, one I'm going to be chewing over probably for the rest of the week. Yes, Hey, Donnie, you obviously disagree with that. What's your opinion on a match day 12? I'm not against your wild cards because, no, let's be honest, I've already done it. But um, I wouldn't focus solely on this game week. So I'm going to prepare by not preparing um, would be the best answer. If you look at the fixtures, you've got Ross County v Celtic. You're going to have three Celtic players at that point anyway. You're not going to expect Ross County to get a result. So to me, that rules out any Ross County players. You've got Kelly v Motherwell. You're probably already going to have Armstrong, probably Spittle as well. You maybe already got a defender from each. I don't think you need to load up on anything extra because if you're wanting Armstrong and Spittle to return, then it means your defenders are, are going to blank. Uh, so it'd only be a guess if a defender scored, you're going to get into it. Until you know when those rearranged fixtures are, for me, it's not a game week that I would put much thought into it. It's the, the double, you know, when those teams uh, do play that you want to focus into. What I would say is, Tom, you wild carded into a, a similar kind of game week last season and it didn't work at all from memory. Um, so I would just be mindful when the time comes that you don't make the same mistake. But I certainly agree with wild carding. If your team's in a mess, it's the best way to get out of it. But this game week 12, I think people might overthink it. I don't think you'll make too much more point returns than if you just have a couple from each team and then you can just resume the rest of the, the game weeks thereafter. Okay. So that's me. Yeah, we kind of talked about it. My idea was to dead end it and well carved out it, but I think <clears throat> you mentioned there, I've got three Celtic, I've got two Motherwell right now, and I probably will have two come on, come, come into that game as well. So that's eight players, I think. Yeah. I wouldn't uh, rip my team up. It's only two fixtures. I would take a shock result for us counting us on off the Celtic. And Motherwell Command, let's be honest. I would probably favour Motherwell right now, but that game could go either way. So if you had the two heavy hitters in your team, like Spittle and Armstrong, maybe a lines at a push, then I don't think you'll lose too much ground in the pack. And like you say, the double game week the other side, that's probably the win now I would be holding a wild card to. That probably makes more sense once the fixtures are announced. Then I could wild card to have a full game week, all these games. If they're all in the same week, that is. And then you'd have bench boost, triple captain, all this to one go and go for a try to get a high score. Yeah. Right. Next up is from Gavin, roll numbers after his name. Barisic and Dodge, do I sell? Question mark. I have two transfers and I also plan to sell Danda. So I'll come to you first, Tony. Uh, yeah, I would, I would definitely uh, cash in on, on that combo. Um, out of form, 
minutes risks, um, quite a bit of your budget is tied up there. I make it 8.8 million on those two players. Um, so I've worked out you could get Miofsky and Mbada and have 0.1 million left over. You could get Ryan Strain and Abdullah Sima and have 0.3 left over. I think you'll get a lot better combinations um, out of the two that you've got there. So you've got two transfers. I would definitely make those changes. I don't get Danda. Somebody in the questions mentioned it last week. I think you're better off even with Sean Kelly that I mentioned, uh, spend your money elsewhere. I don't know if I'm missing something at Ross County. I don't watch a lot of their games, but Danda for me is not a, a fantasy option um, as far as I'm concerned. I think the thing with Danda is he's not a fantasy but he does look quite pleasing on the eye when you see him play football. He's quite technical, but I think, again, he falls in that midfield bracket where He's playing for yeah. a poor team. There's lots of better players to pick from. I would agree. But Barisic and Doidge. Doidge is not even first choice. It's Lafondre and Ventes top two. Yeah. Doidge comes on. So that's a good to be, yeah. there. And then Barisic. Did Yilmaz go up injured again or was he fine? Donny? Oh, I have no idea. Like, I think I he's... I <laughs> Add it to the list. Who's not injured in our team anyway, right now? Barisic. If he is fit, Barisic, he's a, a rotational risk. And if he's not fit, he's poor form playing a poor team right now. So I think he can go elsewhere like Donny mentioned. Your thoughts, Tom? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with what Donnie says. Um, and Miofsky is probably the where to go. Um, and in terms of Danda, yeah, he's, he looks good, but he's he's not getting the points. And when you're playing fantasy, that's that's all you're interested in. Okay, next up is from John Cameron, and that is at Cami37. Motherwell playing quite well and have a brilliant run of fixtures. Is it double up, triple up time? And which assets stand out? So, Tom, you've mentioned the wild card loading up, so I'm going to come to you then. Um, well, I think you definitely need to have spittle. Um, that's that's one thing. Um, I don't know. Casey looks all right, and I reckon Motherwell could probably have a, a few clean sheets over the next few weeks. Livingston St. Johnson over the next two. Obviously, Ross County have blanked in the last two games. To face them in game week 10. So I think Casey could be a, a decent option as well. Um, so probably, yeah, triple up. Miller is a cheap enabler um, if you're going for Motherwell and you're going to get a few players playing in game week 12. Okay. I would only double up myself. I think they've not got the striker up top that's doing the Van Dien types, even, even, a, even a percentage of that kind of stuff. So midfielder, like you said, it would be. Spittle, if you could. Mildred Enabler, maybe one at the back. I think that would be it. Uh, Donnie, for you, what do you think? No, exactly the same. No point in tripling. If you want to spread it. Uh, nothing up front. Spittle, Casey, McGabby. That's the three names that I would be picking. Okay. Next up, then. Uh, it's from FPL Wagery. Two questions. What, if any changes are expected to Rangers this weekend and further in the future that Beal has departed? And that is for you, Donnie. <laughs> uh, I don't think you can expect any changes, uh, in all fairness. I think, you know, they play on Thursday, then they play again on Sunday. So they're not going to have much time outside of the games that they play to, to make any sort of impact. There's injuries left, right and centre. So again, it's just going to be a case of putting the players out that we've got and try to make the most of it. And then once we hit this international break, those injured players are set to return and, you know, we might have a new management team in place, but just stay clear of them to now. They're not going to, you know, they might win 
uh, on Thursday. They might win on Sunday, but I don't think it'll be any glamour behind it uh, if they do. Um, so stick with Tavernier and then see where we are in a few weeks. Um, there's other teams that are playing better, so that would be my answers. Tom? Yeah, I'd agree with that. The personnel and the pitch aren't going to change just because uh, the amount of injuries that they've got. Um, for me, it's just a, a wait and see for now. Stick with Tav, obviously, because he can get he can haul out of anywhere, particularly the fact he's on penalties and set pieces. So, other than that, I wouldn't be looking to sort of try and catch a new manager bounce um, for the time being. Yep, I agreed to this Tav, and I would keep him a team with nobody else right now and just kind of see how things progress under a new manager or management team. And his second question was: three tricky fixtures for Boyle in the next four. Time to offload. I'll start. No. Has when Boyle comes alive. Donny, thoughts on Boyle? Yeah, that's a, that's a no from me. I think, okay, four points was probably as good as you were getting in this game week. Uh, these are the fixtures. He comes alive. He'll enjoy a game against Hearts. He enjoys a game against Rangers uh, and Celtic. Uh, can be fragile at the back. So we might not win any of these games, but he will feature. Um, still waiting for him to explode outside of the cup. And, and I think it can still happen. So for me, blind faith is better than nothing at all. Tom Boyle, you took that long yep. on the train, you come, coming back off it, you staying? 100% going to get rid. I, I rue the day that I brought him into my team and uh, I'm perhaps considering a hit even just to get rid of him. You're at it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Watch the space. <laughs> He's probably a good odds chance he scored against Arts. That's what I would say. I think I would, I would probably expect him to return against Arts. So there we go. Right, that is the questions over. So you missed one, sorry, Peter. Right, okay, go in. That's not my Twitter. Uh, you did. missed one from Gavin. It's about Aberdeen, so you know, let's not let the Aberdeen down uh, fans down. Uh, so, what are your thoughts on McGrath? So you, we touched on it earlier. Um, McGrath, Aberdeen. I will um, hear what you've got to say first before I chip in. So, Peter, I like you looking. He's playing on the wing. That last game, I don't know that was tactical, but. Again, I need to see more, and I think I've mentioned many things this podcast. There's lots of midfielder options to pick from, and who would you take out to bring him in? That's the only thing. Yeah, Tom McGrath, is he going to make it a um, card? Well, if if Miofsky's on penalties, then that's obviously not good. McGrath, when he was at Saint Mirren, the big attraction was penalties. He was on set pieces and things as well, so he met, he got a lot of holes there. Aberdeen. Perhaps he's not going to return as much. I think he's only got that one goal yeah. for the season. He doesn't have any assists or anything yet, so it's a bit early to say. St. Johnston at home, Dundee at home over the next two fixtures. So if he's not scoring against them, he's probably probably one to avoid for the time being. No, I absolutely agree. I don't think there's enough data uh, on any Aberdeen players at the moment to be 100% convinced. We all tipped Clarkson to have a good season. And he's failed to perform. I think you're right. If he'd been on penalties, I'd have probably had him straight in. Uh, the bad thing is, you know, Rangers have probably made him look good um, by scoring at the weekend. Unless he scores again, you think, right, we're maybe missing out here. I think it's too early when you've got the likes of Armstrong, O'Hara, Spittle, Boyle, O'Reilly. That that would be my midfield if I could template it. So he wouldn't make it into my team. And you know, he's had one good game week. Don't think that's um, great um, to go on when, as I say, there's better value elsewhere. Hey, Pia, that's all, all the questions you can carry on there. Right, excellent. 
Right, so fixtures for the coming game week are we're going to have four early kickoffs, well, not four early, four games you will see the team news. So, Livingston Motherwell, Hearts and Hibs, Dundee Ross County, Celtic Kilmarnock. Then on Sunday, we have St Mirren Rangers, Aberdeen St Johnson. So, upon hearing those fixtures, Tom, what is your captain, vice captain, and transfer slash wildcard plans? Um, I don't know, I think Donnie's talked me out of the wildcard there, but we'll see how we get on. Um, I, I want to get Miofsky. I've got Lammers, though, so 4.7. I think Miofsky is about 6.7, so I'll need to get cash somewhere. Um, and the only place I have cash is the midfield. So if I want to get Miofsky, I would have to take a hit and I'd have to get rid of Boyle to do so. So um, I don't know who the midfielder that would come in if I was to go down that route. In terms of vice-captain, I'll probably stick with my vice-captain on Kyogo. Um, captain... I don't know. It's a difficult one. Away to St Mirren. You'd imagine they'd probably at least keep a clean sheet, surely, but you never know. <laughs> Particularly with their current form. I like so your confidence. The captaincy. I mean, Aberdeen with St Johnston at home. But perhaps they might have a European hangover. You could captain Miofsky. That could be an option. O'Reilly's on some amazing form just now, so he could be a captaincy option as well. Um, probably one of those two, I think. Don't any same question yourself? If we go nuts on Thursday, then my confidence will be restored and I will fully back Tavenier on Sunday. <laughs> but for now, I think you maybe just hold off on Rangers, uh, see how it settles out. Uh, I think, as Tom said, there's a good argument for O'Reilly with the captaincy. He's now the top goal scorer. He's in great form. Um, Vice-captain Kyogo, I think you, you, you stick with that as well. For me, I think it's Miofsky for Venti. Um, if I get giddy like I did last weekend and take another minus four, it would be Kelly for Miller. Um, and then I'll move to Spittle probably the week after. So we'll see, as I say, we'll just see if what we're like come Saturday and we'll base our changes on that. Hey, my vice captain's on Furuhashi. Captain right now is O'Reilly, but if Rangers do look back to some sort of normality on Thursday, look half decent, I'll give it a maybe not form your confidence back. I would yeah. quite have to get back to Captain Tav. Transfer this piece, quite an easy one. I'm moving from Lammers to Mayovsky. I've got 2.3 million in a bank, so it's not an issue. That's yeah, no. sensible. Him. Okay, was that a whistle because the 2.3 million in a bank, though? Yeah, don't know where you're getting this team value from. Mine's rotten. No, but I started quite well, so I got a lot of value to start. So yeah. No Rangers right. players, it's, make your money. Talk up <laughs> Boyle every week, and then you can all get on him and we make the money, you see? Mm-hmm. And then. Tom's going to say all when he's going to go nuts against Hearts. That's going to happen. <laughs> right, that is us for the week then. So I'll let you get your plugs in before we head out. Donnie? I am at FFS underscore Donnie. Tom? I'm at FFS underscore Scout. Right, I'm at Fantasy Half. Thanks for listening and we'll see you again next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.